it's like a GPS on your phone. That God has set your destination, destiny, destination. And he's given you a pathway to get there. You know, you see the little blue line on your phone. But it's your choice whether you drive on the blue line or not. But your destiny was set by him. That's what you're on the planet for. You've got to decide whether you're going to get there. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Summit Up, brought to you by the Summit Dover. If religion has given you more questions than answers, you are in the right place. So go ahead, sit back, open your mind with us. I'm Josh Hall. I'm here with Kyle Schweitzer and the man with the answers, Pastor Rob Coburn. How are we doing tonight? Wow, it is a great day to be alive and to be on this planet. It is so much fun to be in the studio with you guys. And for all of you who are listening, we are blessed to be here. And this That's is right. our first night recording. We are recording at night. See if this yeah. changes things up. This might be a little different. I know uh, <laughs> me and Kyle at least have had this conversation many times before. Um, Kyle, night person. Josh, not not night person. I come no. alive mm-hmm. after 6 p.m. <laughs> there you go. But, well, uh, hey, hey, then we are in your prime. And, uh, and I sort of can play both if just depends on who I'm with. <laughs> So I'll be the mediator between you two. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, Josh, wake, wake up, up Josh. come on. I know, I know, man. Kyle, Where's my morning down. session? Settle can we down, do this buddy. at 6 a.m.? <laughs> All right. <laughs> come on. That's great. Well, hey, uh, guys, today I think that we need to do a little bit of uh, housekeeping. And the housekeeping is I've gotten a few people asking me some of the terms that we're using and that they're trying to connect with those terms. And, and so one of them that I think we need to cover is destiny. So destiny is probably going to be the the show today. Yep. I like that. I think that that's a good, good idea to define that because we have been using the term of destiny and we've been talking about that in relation to the dreams and everything. And uh, I think if we can clarify what exactly it is we're talking about, that would really help people. There's a lot of terms that we use at church all the time or even that we'd have no idea really what we're talking about. Or, and someone can even you know, listening in, they're like, what does that even mean? I I have no, I can't relate with that. I have no history of that. So I think this is a good idea. We should, we should talk about these words. uh, So it has, brings more meaning. And uh, when we talk about this stuff, so people can apply it uh, in their life. Yeah. So I think before we go into what, what we're talking about with destiny, let's Webster this thing uh, because that's what people are going to do if they don't know what we're talking about. (laughs) So Webster is, um, very insightful. Uh, definition number one of two says destiny is something to which a person is destined. Yeah. Whoa. yeah. There we go. All right. That's the show, right? We're done. That's, deep. <laughs> That's all you guys need to know. Thank Catch you, us Webster. next week. <laughs> okay. All right. But uh, destiny definition number two, a predetermined course of events often held to be an irresistible power. Wow. It's a little better. Yeah. Yeah. A little closer. I love I love the the second line there. The first one leaves it a little hanging, but um, the predestined what was that? The predestined predetermined. course predetermined, predetermined yeah. course of events. Well, whenever I talk about destiny, whenever I'm thinking about destiny, this is the greatest mystery I think that people deal with in life. We talk about our dreams, we talk about our our goals, we talk about all that stuff. And then when you talk about destiny, the room goes silent Mm -hmm. because it's, it's not the thing that we think about that there was something predestined for us to accomplish on the earth. And it's the greatest mystery because you didn't set it. I didn't set my destiny. God set my destiny. 
And now it's my job to walk after it and fulfill it. And it's one of the greatest mysteries in the world because we don't often get there. So when people say, I control my own destiny, not Mm. really. You control the course of action you you take to get to your destiny. Yeah. So it, it, we just to bring the definition down to like the simplest form is that this is decided by God, not by you. And so when, when you were created to be on the planet, to be here to fulfill your destiny, it's not something that you just designed and came up with and I'm going to do this. And your destiny is not just the talents that you have. It's the destination and the thing you're supposed to accomplish on the earth while you're here. So what you're supposed to accomplish utilizing those gifts and talents and, and the dreams. dreams that God yes. gives you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, is this a discovery process? I mean, how does that, how does that work? I mean, when, when you say, what's your destiny, how, how do you, how do you define that in your life? Well, let's think about Joseph, for instance. So your, your family's going to strip you naked, throw you in a pit. You're going to be in prison. You're going to have all this stuff happening. But if God said to him, you're going to be a king and take care of, a lot, or you're going to work for the king and you're going to take care of all this stuff and you're going to feed all these people in, in this, in this scenario. And he would have told him that he probably would have been like, yeah, great destiny. But if he would have told him all the stuff leading up to it, he probably would have said, you can take all that Mm -hmm. and I don't want it. I'm just (laughs) going to stay out here tending the sheep. And so it is a process and we have to utilize every aspect of our lives. And, and I also think of it sort of like a GPS on your phone. Uh, Some of you might be in the car driving right now with the GPS. So this would relate to you, but you, you put the destination in destiny. You put your, your destination in, and then it tells you a pathway to get there. And in our life, we have gifts and talents and circumstances and things that help us get there. And, uh, that's just the most powerful way that I can explain it, that it's, it's set there. It's a predetermined successful point, but we have to follow the path to get there. What if I take a wrong turn? I mean, you know, cause I know that, uh, people may make mistakes as they go along this journey, but, uh, feel, uh, crippled or paralyzed to, to continue on because they're, uh, they're stopped by their, their past. I mean, I have my own mistakes I've made and, and I could decide to either be, uh, stunted or, or crippled, or I can't move forward because of that, or I can power through and learn from it. Right. So that, that brings up a question that just hit me. So if, if I've taken a wrong turn or I've decided I'm going to go a different direction, have I changed the destiny that God has placed in front of me or does the destiny remain the same? The destiny remains the same. The pathway that you're going to get there may change. And uh, one other example here that may make it a little more relatable to all of us is that a parent sees the destiny of their child getting a degree. And so they pay the money for the child to go down the path to get a degree. Now it's the child's job to go and, and actually do the work and work through that pathway to get to the end result, which is a diploma. The destiny from the parent's perspective is set, but the child has to walk it out. Now they get to choose their friends. They get to, you know, choose the the things that they do and they may completely derail, but the destiny was already set and it was already paid for it's their job to get there. And if they mess up, then there's going to be more payment that comes along the way to try to get to that place. So it doesn't, the end result doesn't change. Your destiny was set before the foundation of the world. And then if the child would at any point stop and ask the parent for help or advice or guidance, the parent is there to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. God. Yeah. 
Yeah, totally. To give, to give those things in, in a great case. Yes, I would assume so. Um, but the, it doesn't change the end result. That was, that was your question. It doesn't right. change the end result. The payment's already been made for that. Now it's our job to navigate how to get there. So when you take, uh, you know, take this path and you're going along, you're, you're, you're dreaming. We've been talking about dreams these past few episodes and, and we keep on, we, we feel like we're making progress and you say, you know, we get derailed. Yeah. We get derailed. Uh, what, I mean, what is the biggest factor, uh, that would keep us staying in that position versus taking, you know, taking corrective actions or like a GPS recalculate or reroute, like what, what would keep us from doing that? I think that the biggest thing is, is that we have to realize that God's a good God and his destiny is for you to be successful. And so if you take a wrong turn and you feel like you're not aiming towards success anymore, you have to always go back to that your destiny was set by him and it was by a good God who had success in your mind, success on his mind when he thought about you. And so getting derailed off the process can get us distracted into our failures and into us when we really should be focused on that he's a good God. He wants us to succeed and he wants us to move to a new dimension in our lives to get to that destiny. So what would, what would be the first step for somebody who, who doesn't understand this or hasn't learned or, or heard anything about this and just truly feels like there is no destiny for me or I don't have a purpose? Um, because those are very real feelings that real people feel often. I think we all go through the struggle of trying to figure this out and trying to relate to it, which is why I said it's the most challenging thing. The biggest mystery on the earth or in life is trying to figure this destiny thing out. And I think that we have to understand that our destiny, because we didn't choose it, it was written by God before the foundation of the world, that our, the destiny is completed. The success is completed. So we have to just rest in knowing that we were created by a God who loves us. And the first step is just getting that right in our, in our heart. The, the mental attitude that we take toward the situation can only get us so far. It's the heart attitude. And in my life that, that 18 inches has always been the hardest place. How about, um, somebody, who, and I, I'm trying to word this uh, in a way that, that makes sense, but how do we know if we're not connected with our destiny? Like we haven't discovered that yet, or we're, we're still kind of going about life and we feel like we're doing the right things. And we feel like we have all the right items and we have the kids, we have the house, we have the fence, we have the cars. What, I mean, is there a, a tell that we're not connected uh, to our destiny or are we, I mean, it is kind of, I'm trying to word yeah, this or, right. Or do we, do we ever realize our destiny? Like is, is the destiny something that we, we are, you know what I'm trying to say? Like we don't actually ever get to see it because we are always living it out. Does that make sense? It does. I, I think that the, you know, we're all sitting here in the evening having this great conversation. None of us have achieved that yet. I think that we have to understand that um, we, we just have, the first thing that we have to understand is that it's predestined and it's good. Okay. And that as we traverse life, we're, we have you, you, I'm looking at you guys and you're smiling. You guys know that you've had places where you've hit it and places where you've missed it. 
And as long as we feel and we guide ourselves knowing the word, being connected to the Lord, and we feel like we're getting it and we know that we're getting it, then we're on the right path. It's when you know you're derailed and you aren't going to do anything about it, that is the worst place to be in life. And we've got lots of people that do that. We've all done that, but lots of people that stay there in life. They, they just stay derailed and they feel like there's no hope to get back, but that's where the goodness of God comes in. Right. So you need to fill that with God and not something else, not drugs, alcohol, or any other, any other deterrent that's just going to distract you from getting back on track where you need to be. Yeah. It's, there are so many things that can derail us, distract us, uh, you know, keep us from realizing that destiny. One of the things that, that I have focused on in understanding in my own life is that I was always taught that my destiny, my future was ahead of me. Okay. And that, that this good thing was like way out there and maybe using the, the illustration of the GPS isn't right, but going out there and, and the future's out there and the future is good. Well, the future is actually within us. I want you to think through creation. And, uh, so God used creation and the form of seed. Everything came in seed form and, uh, and, and went, to create things. So God places the future of everything in itself. So if you think about an apple, you cut an apple in half, there's seed in it. The future of the seed is in the seed. The future of the tree is in the seed. And your future, your destiny is within you. And so you have to you have to go with God into who he created you to be. And, and start to find out what that looks like before you can attain anything outside of you. Man, that is, that's very interesting to think about that. Cause I mean, even human life, right? Right. I mean, yeah. you, you start out inside another, inside what you are to become as an adult, a human, a, you know, a person it's, that's a, that's a different way to. Th so you possess your future now. It's in you. Now you can determine whether you let that out, whether you build it, whether you are working on it or whether it just stays within you. And that goes way back to the other episode about the most men live lives of quiet desperation, yeah, go to yep. the grave with the song still in them. Their destiny is their future. Everything is within you. Your job is to get it out and to allow God to use those things in your life to propel you. One of the, one of my greatest uh, friends was talking about that. We minister out of our brokenness. And a lot of times we don't allow our brokenness to come out. And so we can't minister effectively in places where we're broken if we don't allow that to be seen. So would you say it's about the journey? Like, like, cause you were saying like you, you grew up thinking destiny was out there. It's like a mystical thing that you're, you know, that that's kind of just out of your reach. Is it, is it more about the journey getting there, the people you come in contact with along the way and the experiences, uh, whether there's, there's good and then there's bad and how that all works together. Because uh, I mean, the Bible says everything works out for the good, you know, you know, it, you know, even a bad and even a good, like, how does that, Unless I'm saying is the destiny making it up uh, about the journey to get there and all the experiences that you have. Well, if you think about the seed, the apple seed, that seed gets put into the ground. It is a tree. It just needs a little process. Mm -hmm. And we all need a process. We all need a process to get to what, what we're called to do to get to our destiny. So we already are our destiny. 
we just need a process to get there, but we already are what we were destined to be because it's inside of us. That's, that is powerful. That is not a way I've ever thought of it before. Yeah. And we have to be careful that we're not distracted by the things around us and we focus on what he's put in us and, uh, and, mm-hmm. and go after that. Well, cause where do those distractions come from? Right? Yeah. Yeah. The enemy's always mm-hmm. out there trying to distract us. And, you know, I, I keep, my mind keeps going back to the thing that I said in the beginning, we have to understand that God is good. And the, the world would want us to think that God is not for us that there's, that God doesn't even exist. I mean, you hear that a lot. God doesn't even exist, but he does exist. He is for us. And we have to understand that he's committed to the future that he placed inside of us when he created us and before he created us, but in the, before the foundation of the world, he's committed to our future more than we're committed to our future. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, Hmm. you know, your future is more important than your past. And I think that most people in life, whether they're chasing a dream, whether they're going after their destiny, whatever that is, their past has more weight than their future. They put more on the education that they have, not the education that they're going to get. They put more on the failures that they've had more than the the successes that they're going to have. And we have to get to a mindset that our future is so much more fertile than the things in our past and not saying that our past, like I said before, we minister most effectively out of our brokenness, but we have to focus on that. The future is better. Yeah. And I'm going to go back to something. I know I said um, either last episode or the one before I can't remember, but it was about looking at your past, looking at your life as a roadmap and trying to pick out key milestones, you know, key points in time when, when you met certain people or certain things happened to you, uh, just didn't try to make sense of things and figure out how you got where you are and, and different turns you, you take. And I just, I, I really do believe that it doesn't matter which path you take tr- to get to your destiny. So I took a wrong turn. I've taken many wrong turns in my life. Trust me. But when I look back, I'm like, okay, when I took that wrong turn, it wasn't long after that God put so-and-so in my life and that completely jacked me back over to the right path. And then I was back on track. So even if you do trip up, just don't, don't get caught up in the trip up, keep your eyes open and keep, you know, keep your eyes focused on looking for what's coming. Right. God's going to put something in your life. That's going to help you. If you're paying attention. Yeah, yeah. You have to be looking. Yeah. For you it. have to be looking mm-hmm. for it. And you know, may, maybe you had a child young and, and you've always viewed that as something that's held you back from your future. God can redeem all of that. And God can take and, and get you to your destiny with the baby. Hmm. You know, the world would say, no, you made a mistake. In fact, most of the world would say you made a mistake, do away with it. But, um, but no, God can get you to your destiny, even on that little detour you took and you can be better off going there with this, with this Hmm. uh, child with you. And so there's not anything that you've done that he can't use or bring with you to your destiny. So you're not a slave to your mistakes. No, no. Yeah. And the world would say we are. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because that's that's what they want to put labels and they want to define you uh, in only terms that they can understand. Like you, you go to Webster and you, you know, every we believe we understand everything there is because we can go and and look it up. And then there's two lines that describe destiny. Well, we just spent 20, 30 minutes talking about destiny, and it's not anywhere on that page. So, <laughs> that, but this hey, is what, this is what people are going to. This is where people get in their information, and and that's why I believe that we're here doing what we're doing now, so we can help. Uh, bring some sort of clarity to to terms we use every day uh, in the church and in our lives. And how do we, uh, you know, we listen to it on Sundays and then how do we apply it? Do we understand it? And and that's the exciting part about it. We're living our destiny daily is kind of now how I'm seeing it. Because I, I when you accept the past, when you accept the fact you took that detour and learn from it and and bringing the, the goodness out of it, that is where you're going to be able to have the most success is by, and I'm seeing it, it's, it's unraveling even in my mind now that, it, that my past is my future, but because I've learned from that and, and how it's gotten me to where I am today. Yeah, I totally agree with you. That is the, that is one of the keys that we have to embrace in this walk and in this talk about destiny. I want to take you to a scripture that has always intrigued me. And now I sort of understand it better, but Isaiah 46, 10, uh, I'm going to start in verse nine. So, uh, remember the former things of old for I am God. There is none other like me. I am God. There is none like me. He says it twice. We better pay attention. Hmm. Okay. Verse 10, declaring the end from the beginning and the ancient times, things that are not yet done saying my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. This means that he ends something first before he goes back and he starts it. Okay. So his, your future is already God's past. Mm. Okay. Your future, your destiny, the great things that are coming, he's already seen it. He doesn't ever start anything before he already ends it. So he's already signed your destiny into, into being now, you need to go and figure out what that is, but it's your future, but it's his past because he's already been there. Think about this. If, if you're a car manufacturer and you're making a car, the car's future is actually the past of the manufacturer because the manufacturer already saw it. The manufacturer already put it together. Now this car's future is already the past of the manufacturer. Does that make sense? It does. I've, I've never thought about it like that. So when you take, uh, yeah, so you're making a part, you're manufacturing a part, you, you've seen the end, you've got the, you've got the drawings, you've got the prints, you know how this thing goes together. It's a complete project and that's only the beginning. Right. That's only, that's, that's birth. Right. But you're done. Well, yeah, the manufacturer made it, right? So they're like, hey, great, got this product and now it ships out and it's, right. it's a product of their past, but it's now going to go be a product of somebody else's future. There you go. That's our destiny. Our destiny is in God's past, but it's our future. And that means that when God starts anything, he's already finished with it. And that also means that God completes our lives first. Then he goes back and he starts our lives, which means that he started our life with the proof that we're already successful. So just like the apple is going to become an apple, it's not going to become an orange. It's going to become an apple, but now it's a seed. Yeah. And, and going back to the manufacturer, he gives us, he gives us a user's manual, the Bible, he gives us a user's manual. And the reason why we have a user's manual is so that we get to our destiny and we don't mess up the product in the meantime. 
And so the, the reason why we talk here at the summit all the time about being in your Bible every day and, and taking that in and, and really allowing it to transform who we are is so that we don't make the manufacturer look bad. If you buy an iPhone, you get a new iPhone and it comes in the case and it's all nice and it's got all the plastic on it. And they, they really know how to package those things. They (laughs) They got the plastic tabs. You just pull them all. It's, it's amazing. But if you take that and you go, you leave the manual in the box and you take the phone out and you try to do something that it wasn't meant to do and it fails, you can actually blame the manufacturer, even though the product was actually very good. It was created perfectly. It will work perfectly. But if you try to use it for what it wasn't destined to do, you would look bad at the manufacturer. And so God, our manufacturer has created us a great product. And he has said, I've given you a manual to use, to read, to digest, to understand so that you know how to use your own life. Because there's lots of lives out there being used that are looking bad, making the manufacturer look bad. Mm. Because they're not walking in their destiny. Right. And so it may, well, that manufacturer's horrible. That product isn't working right. No, it's because there's a user problem. User error. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of option or opportunity for that. Trust me in in my life. (laughs) I know we all have, Um, we all make user error. We all have that. Yeah. So whenever, whenever people say, you know, the only thing that can stop you is yourself. I mean, that is what we're talking about here. Like if you don't, get to your destiny is because you stopped yourself. Nothing, nothing that happens to you as long as you continue to walk with God is going to stop you because God will continue to get you there. Yeah. I go back to the first statement is that God has chosen your destiny, but his fulfillment is decided by you. Well, can I go back to the car thing? Yeah. Cause let's go back know, to I the like cars. cars. Yeah. So <laughs> the destiny of that car is to transport. That, that's, that's the destiny of the car. That's the purpose of the car. And, and what you're talking about, you know, here at the summit where, you know, they're reading the Bible, the, the routine maintenance uh, of life. Okay. So if you don't change the oil in the car on a regular basis, it will fail yes. and it will not be there for you for transportation. Like there are operating things there. There's routine maintenance. You got to put gas in it. If you don't put gas it's in not the car, going it's anywhere. not going anywhere. Like there there's, it's an absolute truth to our life. If we're not fueling ourselves, if we're not taking care of ourselves, if we're not, if we're, um, we're just not, uh, diving deeper and understanding with our relationship with Christ, then how are we going to live our destiny? Now, don't do this at home, but what if you put orange juice in the gas tank? It would ruin the, it would ruin the manufacturer's warranty. Now, God has allowed us to see our, our destiny. He's allowed us to go down that path. We have to fuel ourselves with the things that will actually help us attain that in the end and, and putting orange juice in there, don't do it at home, but putting orange juice in there will not create the best outcome. And someone would look at that car. If you bought a used car and the guy before you put orange juice in the tank, you would really, you would really probably say the manufacturer messed this up, but it wasn't, it was a user. Mm. So we have to be in the word. We have to be having encounters with the Holy spirit. We have to be in healthy relationships, all those things that make our life successful, all the fuel. But why do people make it a religious thing? Like it it, it being like a check off your list. Like this is like crucial stuff. Like this is like, you know, it's it's, gotta be when you're, when people are trying to 
to go through the motions without understanding what the motions are. And then, cause I think once you understand, you know, I need to pray. I don't know, before I go to bed, it's just what I need to do. No, it's not what you need to do. It's what you do because you get a nice quiet time. You can connect with God and you can really just talk, just communicate and listen. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a whole different mindset, right? Yeah. And thinking back to the car idea, if, if all we're doing is putting gas in the car because we know that that's what the car needs, but we aren't focused on the car taking me from place to place, it's destiny. It won't take me from place to place very long because I forgot the tires. I forgot the oil, forgot all that other stuff. And we have to, we have to focus on what it's called to do, what we're called to do, and then do the things not because of a religious activity, but because we know that it will get us to our destiny. That, that just hit me. So yeah, religion, the, the way we're talking about it, religion versus relationship. Religion is like putting gas in your car and then driving to the wrong place every day. And then when it runs out, you go put more gas in the car and keep going to the wrong place. Mm, man, so good. So good. Get your so, GPSs out, people. Yeah, Let's go. Yeah. So remember that just always go back to the seed. The seed always contains a future in itself. And, uh, and so this, this whole thing about destiny and we talk about it, we talk about dreams, we're talking about all that stuff. Just focus on that. God creates the future and leaves it inside the thing. And that's what we have to focus on. Yeah. I think that is just such a, a very impactful way of looking at destiny. And it's an understanding that hopefully our listeners grasp. Um, if, if you don't, or if you have more questions, please email us, contact us. Uh, we, we've got the email up and running. It's sum it up at the summit Dover dot Rob org or dot yes. org. Okay. Um, so email us, you can go to the summit on Facebook, send us a message. Um, we we're, we're here, we're listening and, uh, we really want to hear from you. We want to know, I mean, if you just want to tell us how, what you think about the show, we'd love to hear from you. And when you're on all those platforms, please give us a review. We would love to see what those look like and, uh, and move up the rankings That's just right, a little bit. We definitely plan on these things are going to keep coming. Yes. So yes, get we're used excited. to it, people. <laughs> <laughs> we are not going away. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to keep throwing this stuff so, at you. So as Josh's eyes go closed and Kyle can't <laughs> sit down anymore. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Better... <laughs> all right. Yeah. I think that's a wrap for tonight. I Man. have to go to bed. <laughs> that's your bedtime. Yes, it is. All right. Well, thanks again for listening and uh, we'll be, we'll be with you next time. Thanks. Wow. That was a great episode. Now for all of you who hung out to the end of this episode, we have a bonus. We left the microphones running after the episode that you just listened to and had a raw conversation between the three of us about what God has done in our lives the manufacturer's guidelines for our lives and what we believe is the key to keeping ourselves from spinning out and going into the recalculation mode for years of our lives. And so we're talking from experience. You're going to want to listen to the next episode. Don't know when it's coming out, but be focused on the after show. 